If you love the blue and white like we do, and you like to stay up to date on what's going on around Ripley High School athletics, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and turn on your notifications. It's episode 40 of Viking 360, and this week, we'll kick it around with former and current Viking soccer players. We'll have a conversation with the current Miss Viking, Olivia Miller, and also the newly minted Hall of Famer at Shawnee State, Alana Sheets. We'll also take a look forward to Friday night's matchup with the Greenbrier East Spartans, as the voice of the Spartans, Jeff Campbell, joins us. And we'll also have a sit-down with Viking head coach Eddie Smolder and senior Hunter Reynolds. Mackenzie Gillespie is a Lady Viking soccer graduate now playing for the Fairmont State Falcons, and she leads the team in goals and assists. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. I'm joined now by former Viking, now current Fairmont State Falcon, a soccer standout. True freshman Mackenzie Gillespie joins me. Mackenzie, thanks for being with me. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, how's it been for you so far? It's definitely been a big transition with the school and with soccer. Soccer is definitely the harder part of it than the schoolwork, which that doesn't sound very good, but (laughs) it unfortunately is just because soccer is very draining. And the school is definitely different, but I enjoy it, and I enjoy being here. Talk about uh, transitioning uh, to the soccer field and the step up in competition. Now, here at Ripley, you guys never sidestepped the, the more difficult uh, competition within the state. You played some of the best teams, competed against the best uh, teams across the state as well. But now you're it's a different level. You're playing at the collegiate level now. How has that transition been for you? It has been definitely a big transition. And growing up, like I always played travel where I went to like really high competition tournaments. And I also played for ODP, which is Olympic Development Program for West Virginia. So, like, I was always held to a very high standard on the field. And coming here, like, I thought I would be very prepared. But in reality, like, you never can be prepared enough. So, like, when I came here, I was like, wow, this is different. I got to step up my game. I got to be able to compete. I got to get myself in shape. And I worked really hard during the preseason. And now I'm here and we're competing. So, so you were telling me uh, before we got started here, I think you guys are 6-4-1 and one on the season in yeah. conference. Uh, tell me about your team. Tell me how you guys are doing and, and where you stand right now in the conference. Right now we're number one in the north, and um, we're 6-4-1 and one, like you just said. And our team is just something I've never been a part of. Like, it's just a family-oriented team. Like, we have each other's back no matter what. If someone gets in trouble, if someone's falling back in school, like you always have someone to to lean on and you have like a built in support system. You have 23 people always having your back and our coaches are the, like the greatest. Like they always support us no matter we're in the wrong, we're in the right. Like they're always there for us. And we have, like I said, just a great support system and we're all there for each other and just a group of sisters basically, which really we call each other our brothers, but <laughs> <laughs> we're just a built-in support system and 23 best friends. So it's great. So you, so you have a familiar face in the locker room there with you, one that uh, you competed with here at Ripley High School and Taylor Kennedy. What's that been like? 
It's great. And me and Taylor are actually sweet mates, so we live together. And um, we have our ups and downs. We bicker at each other like sisters, but I wouldn't want to take the field with anyone else, and I wouldn't trust anyone else on the goal like I do Taylor. Let me ask you a question, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old football guy. Don't know much about soccer, so I'm gonna, I'm going to have you um, uh, educate me a little bit. When you play, you and you guys run an incredible amount. I mean, I, I can't imagine the conditioning that you guys have to go through. But when you run for however long a soccer game lasts or a match lasts, mm-hmm. and at the end of it, you walk away with a tie. How does how how do you deal with that mentally? To me, that feels like almost like a loss to, if you had to put that into perspective. Oh yeah. So um, recently we went into overtime. Well, not recently, but near the beginning of the season, we went into overtime with Notre Dame. We went into two overtimes, which means we played 110 minutes and a normal soccer match is 90 minutes. And we did feel really, really defeated because we should have had that game and we just let it slip away. And it was hard because we wanted to get it over with in 90 minutes. And ever since then, we haven't let let up and we haven't had that problem again. And we do run an incredible amount. Like I said, I thought I was going to die several times. And <laughs> during preseason, I had three different trainings a day. So the morning training was an hour of solid conditioning. And then I would have two two-hour practices. And in that five-day period of three days, we ran 85 miles. We tracked wow. it. And – Talk about being sore, and like I don't think I've ever not been sore since I've been here. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy amount of running, but that's what you got to do to be able to compete on the field. So, give us a average day in the life of McKenzie uh, at Fairmont State. We know you have all the training, probably weight weight training. I'm sure you have study halls that they, that they uh, require you to be at. Your class schedule, your practices, your games, your travel. What's an average day like? So I am very fortunate with my schedule. I don't have any at 8 a.m.s. My earliest class is at 10 o'clock. So I wake up around 9 each day. I get my stuff ready, go to class, and I have about two classes a day, usually done around 2.30. Then I will come home and do my – probably do homework for around two hours, and then I try to fit a little nap in my schedule, but it doesn't always work out that way. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have to do some recovery before my practice. I have to make sure and roll and stretch and go to the trainer's room to get – any type of recovery, any little sore or anything like that, I have to make sure and take care of for myself. And then I'll go to practice. And practice usually averages around three hours a day because freshman duties have to help with like, getting the field set up and everything. So we have to get there a little early, and we have to make sure everything is cleaned up after practice. And so practice usually takes around three hours of my day. So I don't normally get home until about 10 o'clock in the evening, which I'm not complaining because I'm very fortunate to be here. And that's just traveling definitely the hardest one I've been a part of yet it was traveling to Michigan because obviously it was an eight-hour drive there and back on a school night and I had two exams the next morning so that really tested my abilities (laughs) (laughs) but I definitely pulled through and did good on those exams just like I can do this like this is nothing with these like two-hour away games and it really prepared myself for the like the future of the like the games and everything like that so so tell us about that. Uh, what's left for you guys? And uh, obviously goals are to extend the season and keep winning as long as you can, right? Right. So right now our goal is to be 13-4-1 and because right now we're 6-4-1 and and we have seven games left. So we want to come out with a win on all those games. And right now we're starting to play this like our schedule where we play the same teams twice that we've already played. So right now we need to pull out those wins that we've already taken over 
and just continue with our season and make it to the national tournament in the end. And before I let you go, Mackenzie, plans uh, after school. What are you going to? What are you majoring in, and what are you hoping to do once you graduate? Right now, I'm majoring in nursing, but I definitely want to go further with school after my four years to like specialize in pediatrics, possibly. But I'm not really sure yet, and I definitely want to stay in West Virginia if all possible. So hopefully, I'll be able to finish up my schooling. That that will take around six to seven years, and um, find a job local in West Virginia at like a hospital or something. Mackenzie, thank you so much for the time and continued success with you uh, in Fairmont. Uh, we'll be following you, and uh, we hope uh, we hope maybe an all-American season for you. Yep, thank you so much for having me. Now here from current Miss Viking. Olivia Miller. We're talking on Viking 360 with Miss Viking at 2018, Olivia Miller, and she'll be back this Friday night to uh, to crown the new homecoming queen. Olivia, thanks for joining us today. No problem, thanks for having me. Olivia, go back in time uh, to a year ago when you just found out that you're uh, you're one of the finalists for Miss Viking. So, uh, what was that like to go through as a high school senior? Oh, it was a good feeling, especially that I hadn't been on homecoming court, like, all through high school, so it was like a, it felt really good to get on it my senior year. And then uh, on the Friday night of the game, when your name is announced? It was an awesome feeling, knowing that people voted me and, you know, my partner, Jaden Keeler, it was, um, it was really exciting to hear my name. Okay, and, and you'll be back this year to help, uh, crown the new queen, uh, it, I guess that's a that's a pretty special moment, too. Yes, it is. I'm excited, too. Now, Olivia, you're a student at West Liberty uh, State University and a quite busy one at that. Tell us uh, what you're doing at West Lib. I'm on the track team and the Akron Tumbling team. It is very busy, but my coaches really work together and they make sure they don't work me too much, but I work with both the teams on different days, and I mean, I make it work, and it's fun. And what you, what are you doing as far as tumbling go? When is that in season, and what do you do? It starts, that season starts towards the end of February, and I'm a base, and I'm a tumbler. And then in track season, what, what events do you anticipate that you'll be competing with the Hilltoppers? High jump and pole vault. Very good. Olivia, congratulations on uh, your success at West Liberty, and we'll look forward to seeing you at uh, Friday night's homecoming game. Thank you so much. Recently inducted into the Shawnee State Basketball Hall of Fame, here from former Viking Alana Sheets. Our guest on Viking 360 is Alana Sheets, a former standout with Lady Viking Basketball who went on to star collegiately at Shawnee State in Ohio. And uh, she was recently introduced as a inductee to be in the Shawnee State Hall of Fame. So, Alana, thank you very much um, for being with us and congratulations. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So, Alana, tell us uh, just a little bit about why uh, you ended, or how you ended up at uh, Shawnee State University. <laughs> well, it's, it was kind of a crazy thing. It's a very small school I had never heard of before. 
Um, I got a call one day from the head coach, and she said she's calling from Shawnee State, and I said, who? And she explained to me it was a small school uh, in Portsmouth, Ohio. It's about an hour outside of Princeton, so at that point, I knew it wasn't too far from Ripley, kind of close to home. Um, and she had some really good things to say, so she wanted me to come on a visit, and I went over and visited the campus, and I fell in love immediately. Um, it was a really small feel, uh, kind of like a family. And the coach let me know that right away. She immediately gave me those mother instincts. So I just felt comfortable right off the bat and pretty much made my decision on the spot. Alana, and you, you obviously uh, made a good fit at Shawnee State because uh, uh, among the all-time leaders in women's basketball in nine different categories there, including uh, eight three-pointers, in one game, a school record, and uh, just under 2,000 uh, career points. So it had to be a great experience playing there. It really was. I knew the very first time I worked out with the team, um, I just got a great feel. It really reminded me of the atmosphere that Coach Hunt had given there at Ripley. Um, it was just a family. And even some of the drills we did the very first day were some things that I had done in high school. So it was kind of just a, a give me at that point. It just felt right. And speaking of that, let's just pause for a second and look back on your days at uh, dear old Ripley High. Uh, what were some of the career highlights for you while playing as a Lady Viking? Oh, my goodness. I have so many. Uh, first off, starting senior year with five seniors uh, was something that doesn't happen very often. So just building those memories that I'll have for a lifetime. But I think at the top of that was making it to the state tournament. Uh, my senior year is something I will never forget. Uh, once in a lifetime experience, I got to have it with my best friends by my side. Great, and um, I understand that while the the class was announced uh, now at Shawnee State, uh, the Hall of Fame will not actually take place until February. So you have some time to 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 think about that, but. Uh, Tell us uh, about uh, where you are now, what you're doing in life, and where you want to be. Absolutely. So I currently reside in Winchester, Virginia. Um, it's a town about an hour and a half outside of Washington. Um, so I've been here for a couple of years now, just trying to get my feet wet and, and a career into where I want to be. Um, currently, I am a service advisor at a collision shop called Caliber Collision, um, very well known across the U.S., um, but I have my sights set on the government. That's pretty much what this area is up around here. Uh, so I've been in a lengthy background process with the FBI. I hope to get my foot in the door there and have a pretty good career. So that's where my sights are set now. Alana, congratulations on a, a great career both at Ripley and at Shawnee State and a, a wonderful accolade being named to the, the, the Bears uh, Hall of Fame there in Portsmouth, Ohio. Congratulations. Absolutely. Thank you. I definitely appreciate it. It's been one to top off an amazing career that I have there, so I'll have memories to last forever. Now here from current Lady Vikings soccer standout, Olivia Gandy. Our guest at the microphone is none other than Olivia Gandy. Olivia. It's been a wonderful uh, four years here at Ripley, and you're, it's starting to wind down your senior season with Lady Vikings soccer. What are your thoughts as you get ready for the sectional tournament? I'm definitely excited to play because it'll be my last sectional tournament. 
and hopefully we'll be able to beat Parkersburg High and South. This year we were pretty evenly matched with both teams, so I hope we can get out and at least make it to regionals. And I know that uh, the sectionals always come down to those three schools, Ripley, Parkersburg, and Parkersburg South, and usually very competitive games. Yes, always very competitive. <laughs> and, and this year, uh, no exception. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the games we had against Parkersburg and Parkersburg South this year. So we played Parkersburg first, and they ended up beating us by one. But I really feel like we controlled the whole game. And same with South. We tied them zero to zero. We dominated the game, but we just couldn't score. All right. Looking ahead a little bit, uh, uh, you're wearing a, a jacket here of the Marshall University Thundering Herd, and I understand there's a reason behind that. Yes, I will be playing for Marshall University. I just got back from my official visit there. I spent a three-day weekend. It was really fun meeting all the teammates and getting to know everyone. Why did you decide on Marshall? I really like the coaching staff there, and I actually go to Huntington at least once a week to train there with the coach for my club team, so I know them very well. Olivia, good luck in the sectional tournament and with your career with the Thundering Herd. Thank you. This Viking soccer player has been kicking the soccer ball around as long as he has been able to walk. Now hear from Viking senior Kagan Jackson. Viking senior soccer player Kagan Jackson is our guest. Kagan, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Rube. Thanks for having me on. And you were telling me that you've been playing soccer just about uh, from the time you could walk, almost. Yeah, I've been playing for a long time. Um, I was one of the founding members of FCR back in the old days when I was about five. So this is your senior year. You have a big sectional tournament coming up. Uh, what are the chances for the Vikings coming up? How do we stack up with the Patriots and the Big Reds? Well, against the Patriots, we've already beat them pretty well this year. I think we beat them 7-0 or something like that. And then against the Big Reds, it was a tight game the whole game. And we easily have them beat if we play at our best. Very good. And you were telling me that you have some interesting plans uh, once your days at Ripley High are through. Tell us about those. Yeah, hey, my plans after Ripley High are to go into the military. I mean, they're going into Air Force and Marines. It's a big decision in my life right now. And Kagan, you were telling me that this is sort of a, a family type thing for you. Yes, sir. Um, my dad was Marine and my grandpa was Army and my other one was Air Force. So it's a big family history in the military. That's great. Kagan, congratulations on a, on a great uh, soccer career here at Ripley High. And uh, good luck in the upcoming uh, sectional tournament. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Friday night, the Vikings will be hosting the 8th-ranked Greenbrier East Spartans at Death Valley Memorial Stadium. Hear from Coach Smolder and senior Hunter Reynolds on how they prepared throughout the bye week leading into this week's game. Welcome back inside Viking 360, joined now by Viking head coach Eddie Smolder. Coach, uh, a week off, week for you to get healed up and uh, get ready for a big game this week. Yeah, we enjoyed our week off last week. Um, you know, we had a three-day weekend. We also practiced, you know, four days and worked really hard and got better so you know it was good for us to heal up some bumps and bruises and we're excited about kicking off this week against Greenbrier East. Coach not only is it homecoming but uh, due to the way this game is kind of stacking up it's almost like a, a mid-season playoff game for the Vikings. Yeah I mean 
every game in football is really a playoff game, and that's how we approach it. And, um, you know, our goal this week is to be 1-0. And this is our most important game because it's our next game. It's homecoming, obviously. And, you know, there's a lot at stake. We're 3-3 three and three and they're 4-2. and two And, um, you know, win tonight would be huge. So we're going to do the best we can. We're going to play hard and play smart and play together and, you know, see how it goes. But, you know, if we take care of business on defense, swarm tackle, and uh, get after it, and on offense, we protect football, move the chains, we'll be fine. Any concerns about it being homecoming tonight? I mean, there's always that concern, but our kids have had a great week of practice, and I think they're locked in and focused. Well, I mean, all we got to really do is just commit on our tackling, just stay high, not, not stay high, but like actually tackle instead of this freaking launching crap. Well, you guys know they're going to be excited to play you after uh, playing them three times in the last year. They're going to have you circled, especially after uh, the thrashing we gave them in the playoffs last year here. Yeah, we just hope to be 3 0 against them. In 365 days, be third time playing them. Let's hope to beat them again. Jeff Campbell is the radio voice of the Greenbrier East Spartans, and he had this chat with Brian Johnson. Welcome back inside Viking 360. I'm joined now by a good friend of mine and uh, a voice a lot of you guys will know. He is the uh, West Virginia delegate of the 42nd district. He is the statistician for Tony Caridi for 31 years, and he is currently and has been for several years the voice of the Greenbrier East Spartans. It's Jeff Campbell. Jeff, thanks for being with us, buddy. Hey, Brian. I really appreciate it. Good to talk to you. So, Jeff, all of that stuff mentioned, what do you do with your free time? Huh. Well, I don't know if I have any free time, really. <laughs> games at home, two games away for each, and just how close, you mentioned how close those games are. 
that the fourth quarter of that playoff game got a little some turnovers and some things happened that let that game get away. Uh, but I certainly expect the Spartans have had this game circled on their calendar, especially the returning guys uh, that took two losses to the Vikings last year. The Vikings better uh, buckle up their chin straps this Friday night. Well, I mean, I think it, I think they have looked forward to this game for that reason. Just you know, and it's not it's not any kind of disrespect or hatred or anything like that. But uh, you know, there was a close 28-26 Ripley win at Fairley last year in the regular season. And turn around, I'll be honest with you, everybody here was excited for the opportunity to play Ripley again. Again, no disrespect, just because what a competitive game it was and. You know, when you get those playoff pairings, you look at it and you're, you're, you're thinking, okay, first of all, are we, are we, where are we going and then who are we playing? All right. uh, I can speak back to the 15th season. Uh, we were a 12 seed and went on the road, and that was the year Martinsburg wasn't Martinsburg as we know it. We had to go to Martinsburg. And uh, it, the final score of that game was like 46-29. to 29. It was a pretty competitive game. Again, another one that got away from us. Uh, you know, late third quarter, early fourth quarter, but, uh, you know, just looking at last year, we thought it was a competitive matchup that, uh, that we thought we could have some, you know, opportunity to win. And uh, to Ripley's credit, they won the game last year in the playoffs, and uh, it's one that our kids are definitely looking forward to going back on that turf coming up on Friday night. And, Jeff, the 2019 version of the Spartans, uh, give us a – a dime store analysis of them. I imagine probably still a, a power run football team that runs between the tackles, mixes in a little play action here and there. It is, and Kyle King is uh, back at quarterback. We saw him last year in both games. Uh, right now, he's uh, interesting statistically. If you look at it, he is the leading passer. He's the leading rusher. He's the leading receiver on this ball club, and he's also scored the most touchdowns. So, uh, you know, you kind of look at it from a statistical standpoint that's very rare that uh, that one person is the leading passer rusher and receiver you're going to see a lot of out of him Friday night uh, you know last week against Oak Hill he rushed for two touchdowns he passed for another one he also intercepted a pass as the starting quarterback that set up another Greenbrier East touchdown so you know Kyle King's a great kid he's got about a 4.2 GPA um, just an all-around leader and uh I'm going to be sad to see him go at the end of this year because uh, he's just a great kid, the kind of kid that you want to represent your school, your community, and your program. This is a pretty senior-laden group, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah, for the most part it is. There are 10 seniors on this club right now. And, uh, you know, of course, you mentioned Kyle King a moment ago, but also Marion Lawson's played a lot of football for this uh, program in the last four years. His brother was, you know, even though we didn't play in 2015, he rushed for uh, nearly 2,500 yards uh, for the season. He broke the school record of single-game rushing record two different times in that season. Uh, but Marion lost a little different running back than his brother Xavier was. Uh, Marion is more of a, a bruiser, a fullback type. Uh, you know, you kind of compare him to a, somewhat of a little Jerome Bettis from that standpoint. He rushed uh, last week for 93 yards toward a touchdown. You'll see a lot of him defensively up front. Uh, he does well on both sides of the football. And also Brandon Honecker, uh, he's a senior on this ball club. He will start. You'll see him at running back and also wide receiver offensively. Defensively, you'll see him somewhere in the secondary. Uh, two weeks ago uh, against Buckhannon Upshur, 
He returned to kick off 84 yards for a touchdown. Then last week against Oak Hill, he intercepted a pass, ran his back 53 yards for a score. So, um, yeah, I've known, of course, a little partially him. I've known him since he was about three years old. So it's, it's great to see him having a, having a great senior season. Jeff, this is a big game for both teams. A lot of playoff points and some jockeying for playoff position uh, really at stake here uh, on Friday night. It is. There's no doubt about it. Greenbrier East comes into the record of 4-2. and two. Ripley right now 3-3. Three and three. And you start looking at those common opponents that they've, that they've had on the schedule. Um, you know, I know, you, I know Ripley lost to Parkersburg South 49-18. We go to Parkersburg South next week. So we have back-to-back road trips up 77 North here in the next two Friday nights. Also, uh, uh, Buckhead and Upshur, we beat them by about similar margins. Greenbrier East won that game 49-19. Ripley beat them 38-7. Uh, St. Albans, Ripley beat St. Albans 42-0. Greenbrier East won that game by a final of 28-14 down at Crawford Field in Kanawha County. So, you know, kind of try to find different, uh, uh, just different facts and things to, to kind of see how this game's going to lay out. It, it just looks competitive on paper, too. Well, Jeff, we'll find out Friday night, buddy. Thanks for taking so much time, and uh, be safe uh, traveling up here Friday night. We look forward to seeing you, as always. Great to talk to you. I appreciate it. And a couple of notes regarding the athletic scene at Ripley High. The cross-country teams will be hosting the regional championships at Cedar Lakes Conference Center. That's on Thursday. The girls' soccer team will be in the sectional tournament on Monday at Parkersburg. That begins at 6.30. The boys' soccer team will be hosting Parkersburg South in a sectional game. That will be Tuesday at 6.30 at Memorial Stadium. The volleyball team will be celebrating senior night on Tuesday against Riverside. That begins at 6 p.m. And a reminder that the football game next Friday night at Princeton begins at 7 p.m., not 7.30. And the Ripley High baseball team is having a fundraiser on Saturday afternoon from 2 to 4 p.m. at Ripley Dairy Queen. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Viking baseball team in memory of the late Roscoe Taylor. Ross was a Viking baseball standout with the class of 1977. He served as an assistant coach and was inducted into the Viking Baseball Hall of Fame. That wraps up another episode of Viking 360. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you around. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.